Hello everyone. So how is everyone? If you're living in Melbourne, it's cold again. <laughs> if you're living in the Northern Hemisphere, it's cold again. <laughs> and I hope everyone is um, coping with our weather changes. Um, now, we are going to be talking about just a brief um, introduction on the very first Mad Yogi Live challenge. It's a mindset challenge, so it's not a moving challenge, yeah? Um, although, I don't know, I might throw in um, a, a, a short flow here and there. We're going to be talking about going through the 10 um, mindsets of a modern yogi. Now, don't get hang up on terminologies, okay? Because um, you, you might think, oh, I'm already so-and-so age, am I still a modern yogi? Or am I, um, I've, I've done all of these traditional yoga, uh, yoga philosophies and, and schools of yoga, am I, uh, you know, am I a modern yogi? Or, I'm a traditionalist yogi, so you might be feeling a little left out. Don't, yeah. It's not about it's it's not about all of those hang-ups and stigmas, and that is actually what we are going to talk about in the ten mindsets of um, a modern yogi, because we are going to break down um, ten. Uh, mindsets that that are prevalent in the yoga community and we're going to see how it holds us back in our own um, social development in our own personal development as well and that sometimes these um, traditional ways of thinking while we do honor of course the tradition of yoga they also have to evolve and grow as we grow as a society, as we grow as individuals. Yeah, so that is what we're going to talk about. The 10 mindsets of a modern yogi can be a little bit confronting for some. Let me give you an example. One of the three mindsets that we're going to talk about is about um, eating meat. Is about the yogic diet yeah and i have personally caught a whole lot of flack around the, the fact that i do eat meat and i've been called anywhere from from non-yogic to questioning why i even teach yoga if i eat meat to being a hypocrite i mean ouch right <laughs> and the people who who have criticized me and called me a hypocrite just because I eat meat don't realize the dissonance in their own thinking that they're the ones who are violating ahimsa or non-hurting. They just push the idea of vegetarianism without even being considerate to the person that they're talking to. And they don't realize that they themselves are being hurtful by judging me just because I eat meat. They don't even know why I have to eat meat. So it is those kinds of, of, um, of mindsets and traditionalism that 
we're not we're not saying stop being traditionalist yeah it's it's not that but what we are encouraging is a little bit more walking the talk of yoga yeah if you say ahimsa 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 non-hurting apply it to everyone not just your yogic diet anyway that is an example of what we're going to do or talk about you are encouraged how you're participating you are encouraged to um, engage engage with me engage with the community put a put down your comments nay or yay there are no no right or wrong yeah don't, don't feel like you have to agree with me if you really don't agree with me I'd love to hear from you why you really don't agree with me because we can't be and that's the point right we can't be just homogeneous in our thinking um, if you have any questions about that about what we're going to do just type it down in the comments if you don't want your your questions or your comments to be public um, send me a message in our um, Facebook group, Mad Yogi Live, uh, Mad Yogi Tribe, sorry, Mad Yogi Tribe. Uh, but drop me a note that you have sent me um, a message. Yeah, so, so I, I've got two notifications or else I might not see the message. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much um, for being with me. Uh, and I will see you for our first Mad Yogi Mindset Challenge. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the week. Stay safe. I love you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to our Mad Yogi podcast. I hope you got something from this episode and I look forward to you joining me next time. If you want curated, practical, and affordable on-demand yoga classes, courses, and other yoga resources, come and join me on madyogi.net. That's madyogi.net. Bye! What we are going to be talking about today is one of my um, favorite blogs. I wrote it ages ago, actually. <laughs> I wrote it a, a few months ago. I actually don't know when. Um, but I hope you still like it. And I believe it's still relevant. The title is 10 Mindsets of a Modern Yogi. Yeah. 10 mindsets of the modern yogi and we are going to spread it out so let's get to it yeah the first two of the 10 mindsets of a modern yogi now i understand the term modern yogi can be controversial and i'm not one for overly using titles yeah i'm not one for really attaching titles to people because that that leads to unfortunate stereotypes and unfortunate um, profiling having said that yeah and, and and don't get me wrong i honor the history and lineage of yoga i really do but sometimes 
I feel that instead of honoring the past and moving forward from that, we emotionally hostage ourselves and each other into stagnation. Yeah? Human knowledge has evolved and increased tremendously. We've learned more about anatomy, nutrition, and safety. And coupled with that is the artistry and creativity. Um, it has helped in the spectrum of human expression. We even use arts now as therapy. You may have, you may have um, heard about that. Art therapy, drawing therapy, even dance, even any form of movement really is very therapeutic in nature, yeah? And we've even evolved socially through self-realization and acceptance of others. There's a lot more, um, more awareness and emphasis in, in recognizing that um, self-care, um, self-awareness, and, and mental health are, are, are true issues. They're not just any, um, you know, um, woo-woo or, or things to, to poo-poo um, over, yeah? They are, they are real and they do affect people's lives. Um, and yoga, as in anything that affects our lifestyle, well, not just lifestyle, but lives in general, and on a very personal um personal level, also needs to evolve in its practices that resonate with our modern, busy lives. Because we need its benefits now more than ever, yeah? But our understanding of the practice also needs to adapt and evolve to a version that resonates with the present and not the lives of men who lived more than 2,000 years years ago. Um, I can't exactly remember the year, but it is true that when the, the very, very roots of yoga is, like most other things, it's a, an all-male practice. Yeah, Women are not allowed. Now, majority, correct me if I'm wrong, but majority of, of teachers and practitioners are women. So yoga has to adapt and evolve just like everyone else, yeah? So here are the first two of the 10 mindsets of a modern yogi. Um, based on my humble opinion, if you agree with me or you disagree with me, write it down in the comments and we'll have a lively civil chat about it, okay? So number one. You know that if you want to keep doing yoga, you can't injure yourself. Safety is a priority. Right? It has to be a priority. Those pretzel shapes of you almost literally being able to kiss your own ass is not safe. Yeah. <laughs> and we love doing yoga. You love doing yoga. I love doing yoga. We love the challenge and how it makes us feel. You love the movement and the sweat of it all, yeah? But that's the thing, 
Yeah, sometimes we can get so swept up um, in the flow that we push our edge a little bit too far. Micro tears can happen to ligaments and tendons, and we may we may not even feel them happening, them being avascular. Yeah. So we've injured ourselves without even realizing it. And that's something we have to avoid. We have to listen to our bodies. Utilize the breath, and that's not every fairy. You do have to breathe. Um, when, we, when we find ourselves emotionally, mentally, or physically in, cha in challenges and in stress stressful situations, we always tell each other and tell ourselves to breathe through it, yeah? So we do have to breathe and we have to calm our emotions and clear the head to have a more balanced practice. Now, um, it is aspirational and inspirational to be able to do all of those swanky poses that we see on Facebook, on Instagram, you may have even seen some of um, my posts and mini flows that have, you know, poses that you, you may not be able to do. And that's not a failing. Never think of that as a failing, yeah? We're all the same, but we're all different. Some joints may or may not be able to physically articulate into certain angles. And again, that is not a failing. That is why we have to adapt and we have to modify poses that is best for our joints, that is best for our soft tissues, our ligaments, our tendons, and that is best for um, our muscles. Essentially, what's best for us physically, we cannot cookie-cutter ourselves, so push ourselves beyond what the edge will allow us to do. And that edge, um, and you'll hear this in, in my classes, you have um, your edge that you just push into, um, you, you just tease it, kind of tease the edge. If you jump from your edge into struggle, you have to really be honest with yourself if you want to pair it back or if that place of struggle is still safe for you. If it's still safe, then that can be your new edge. But if that place, so you have your edge, you have your struggle. If that place of struggle pushes for, um, beyond that into a place of what your ego might say oh you, that's just a challenge yeah uh, and you can you can push it more you know you know the ego can egg us on push 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 no pain no gain which is not a safe area to be yeah if you push your struggle too far you're pushing actually into pain and and that is somewhere we do not want to be yeah so pair it back always pair it back to where you can sustain a pose or sustain a flow or in fact even even you know a mindset and even breath practices 
in a place where you can sustain. If you're struggling too much, that's going to push you into pain. Pair it back, even back to your previous edge. It's the edge is just something you tease to go further. Or if, if our state of being, physically, mentally, and emotionally says, say that that edge is where we, we can sustain the practice in a safe manner, then that's where we are. And that is where, that is when the practice goes beyond just the physical, because then we start really knowing ourselves, accepting ourselves. And that's, that's really what an advanced yoga is. So recapping, number one, if you want to keep doing yoga, we can't injure ourselves, yeah? Number two, number two of our 10 mindsets of the modern yogi. The different styles, and yes, I am doing air quotes, the different styles are no longer important, yeah? What is important is how you feel after. Now, um, every yogi, every yogi, even myself, really every one of us started out trying so many different styles. And yes, back to the airport styles. We have Ashtanga, Anusara, Ayengar, Bikram, Hot Yoga, Power Yoga, Somatic Yoga, Yin Yoga. I do have a list. Universal Yoga, Calligraphy Yoga, Slow Flow Yoga, and, and all of that. Yeah, you name it. In time, we end up sticking to one or two styles. But the modern yogi graduates from that, from boxing ourselves into a style that we follow or um, a, a, a school of thought or a lineage yeah, that we follow, graduates from that to realizing that all of these are just different sequencing systems. Yeah? They are just different sequencing systems and we don't have to be tied to any particular one. Eventually, you find or develop a practice that resonates with us and just makes us feel good. This is when our practice becomes something more personal because we've made it our own. When, whenever someone new to my classes come along and ask and and this is don't think of this as as something wrong yeah it's it's very normal to ask a yoga teacher or, or a yoga instructor what style of yoga they do yeah um some do actually ask what lineage of yoga the teacher offers yeah and the lineage of, of yogas, all of that, um, uh, all, all of those names, that um, those, those um, proper nouns that I just rattled off, anywhere from Ashtanga to Slow Flow, yeah? But what I clarify when I explain um, what I teach, I say that my, I developed my own sequencing style 
that I call dosha vinyasa yoga. And a lot of the modern um, lineages um, are, are evolutions, are, are modern iterations of the old lineages. And they are also the sequencing styles that teachers have been able to popularize. Um, and therefore, they become a new style of yoga. Um, but it's really much simpler than that. I, always, I keep saying it's just the sequencing style and the sequencing um, pace of what a teacher provides that becomes that teacher's style. Yeah. And eventually, even as, as, um, as uh, private practitioners, even if you don't teach yoga yourself, you can always pick and choose what, what type of flow, what uh, asana, what poses, um, what pace of practice that you want. And you've, et voila, you've, you've um, designed your own flow. And that is also why in, in well, in my dosha vinyasa yoga, that's my sequencing system, I, you would always hear me say, stop and rest whenever you need to. And I always provide you with modifications because yoga, um, at least the flow, well, actually even the breathwork and meditation, it is highly customizable, highly adaptable to each individual. Um, it may, it, that may sound unbelievable, but it really is. If you pare it down and you don't um, necessarily think that you have to be a certain lineage, be a certain pace to be a yoga practitioner. So to recap, number two is the different styles of, of yoga or the different lineages are no longer important. If you feel good after um, a yoga class, even if you, you know, have a favorite teacher or, or, or a favorite lineage for that matter, if you feel good afterwards, then that's what matters. Yeah, it's not the title. It's not um, the name of, um, of the class or the name of the style that matters. It's how you feel afterwards that matters. So that is one and two. And if you have any questions, if you agree with me or if you disagree with me, <laughs> type it down in the comments. Um, that's, you know, open our minds. And that's, that's um, really what we want to achieve with these lives. Let's open our minds. Let's have that nice banter between friends. What do you think? What do I think? And, you know, let's just enjoy each other's company here in our lives. That's it. That's it for me. I love you and I will see you next Friday. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to our Mad Yogi podcast. I hope you got something from this episode and I look forward to you joining me next time. If you want curated, practical, and affordable on-demand yoga classes, 
courses, and other yoga resources, come and join me on madyogi.net. That's madyogi.net. Bye!